0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, it's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 208, is that right? Eight. Holy ocho. Holy
1: smokes, 208. It's the Ocho.
0: Eight. Yeah, that's right, the Ocho, ESPN 8, The Ocho. <laughs> Um, for That's right, Tad. November sixth, twenty nineteen, <laughs> probably. Um, this week's bold strategy: <laughs> not getting hit by the ball. That's a bold strategy. Hey, 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 simmer down, simmer down. Do you want me to hit you with a wrench? Anyways, uh, this week's top Patreon supporters are the Lakeside Woodcrafter, Stu Morrison, the Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Thanks.
2: That was beautiful. Don't give me that face.
0: Right? No, no, it sounded good. Uh, we, we Scott could hire Turner, a trumpet player. Greg Mead, Chad Grossklas, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs Paul Jackman, the boys over at. Maybe I've said too much. Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, Kling Spores, Joshua Alexander, and Gangi and Pop Pop, MakerSpace. What are we working on, Timothy Sway?
2: Me, um. Uh I over the weekend I was at uh, an art show and it's a really cool thing that the the New Haven Connecticut Arts Council I don't know what their official name is I think that's it uh, they put this on every year and they do um, this they call it alternative spaces It's like an open studio thing but instead of going around to like every artist studio in the you know in the tri-state area they they take an old empty office building uh, this one used to be part of the Yale School of Nursing and uh, it's 240 artists like each have a room like an office or like a part of a hallway or like a kitchen and they can just they set up a shop they set up display so you just go into this abandoned, and it's really I mean the first year i did it was years and years ago it was in an old armory building this was like brick it was like the 1890s that it was built you know or 1920s or something so i had that kind of a vibe like that rustic industrial vibe but this is like a 1980s like office building so it's all like white walls and like those crappy chairs and and like you know for mica furniture and stuff all everywhere and then it just it just gets taken over by artists for a weekend and it's a super interesting and inspiring experience um I did it years ago, and then I decided to do it again this year, and just sort of set up my guitars. Um, and it was a blast; it was an absolute blast. Um, seeing all the other art that was there, Elm City Dave was there, and his wife Anita were there, and as long as as well as some other artists that I know from the area. And um, I didn't get to hang out as much as I wanted to with them because I was just busy because there was just so many people that wanted to look at the guitars and and talk oh, about them and stuff. Um, Not I didn't. Tim's I mean, I didn't, what's that? Not Tim Sway. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Dave had a. Uh, he, you know, uh, Dave makes all this metal art, and uh, he used a lot of bicycle parts. So he had this chalkboard that was framed in, in uh, bicycle gears, like a, and he was goading me basically the whole weekend. <laughs> so at one point in time, he wrote "Not Tim Sway" on his chalkboard with an arrow pointing to uh, Anthony's booth, and then he had "Jerk" with an arrow pointing to his booth. <laughs> yeah, he's a good and friend. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a great, great guy. Yeah. yeah. But um, it, dude, it was it was really. Yeah right, it was uh it was it was pretty cool. I mean it wasn't like you know I didn't sell any guitars or anything, but I had a blast. Um, and I you know met a lot of people and got a, got inspired and inspired some people and that's you know way better than than selling guitars. But what makes it even <laughs> yeah better, way is that? better. <laughs> but yeah no, it's way
0: better than you know feeding my family. But uh, <laughs> hello bank yes mortgage no no no. But I did have a good no. time.
2: I was so inspired. <laughs> but uh but then j- just strangely today just in the time since I got home from the shop and now I've sold two guitars online. From uh, the show? No, completely unrelated. Oh, rando, it's okay. Just,
1: just so weird, you
2: know.
0: No, um, it's not.
1: That's that's karma, however you want to look at it. It's oh,
0: pretty, maybe. Getting
1: what you put in, you know.
2: Yeah, maybe. And, and so I'm getting ready for, uh, I'm doing a show in Danbury, Connecticut uh, this coming weekend on the 10th, like at a more of a guitar show. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, and then I just finished today It's all Basically I could have just said Guitar, guitar, guitar Guitar, 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 guitar And that would pretty well, much Well that done. would
0: just be Every other week Wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah pretty much I am um, uh, just finished up Making a little Short scale bass guitar For a, a bass player Named Laura um, That it, it came out Pretty cool um, Looking forward to uh, sending that off to her. I just I always like to hang on to him for a few days to a week to just make sure nothing strange happens before I ship him out. So uh, I'm clearing my bench. I'm I'm trying to like get through what I had going, and I just took on a commission to make a a six string bass uh, for a guy. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be. Uh, I have some interesting ideas. He had some interesting ideas that he wanted to incorporate, and I have some ideas I want to incorporate. So I just started designing that tonight. And I'm looking forward to that.
0: How many That'd strings normally come on a a bass guitar? Usually
2: four. Hmm. Uh, and ironically, in the in the same couple of days, I had there was a there was a band called Morphine in the nineties, um, and the guy famously played a two string bass, and uh, and so he just took he had a four string bass, took two strings off of it, and that was kind of I always thought that was cool. I used to mess around doing stuff like that. So I had a guy on like Monday. He was like, "Hey, did you ever think about making a two string bass like the guy from Morphine?" And I was like, "I'd love to," and then I haven't heard back from him. And then like twenty four hours later. I had a guy asking for a six-string bass, like the exact opposite side of the spectrum, you know.
1: Hey, Tim, interesting. I just want to ask you, you're saying the two-string bass and the four-string, wouldn't it be awesome if somehow you had your own three-string bass? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a
2: lovely three-string bass made by the one and only William Lutz. It's a cigar box bass, and my only complaint with that bass is that you did the cigar box dulcimer fretting and not... Like all the frets, like I think you're doing all the frets now, right?
1: Uh, I actually don't do any frets mostly. I, well, I, you put, I, I
2: mean, but you put the markers down for like all positions, well, the
1: markers are there. But yeah, I figured, look, you know, you're you're you used to be a musician, right? used to be in a band, yeah, for a long time. So I that thought true? that if I just gave you a few of the frets, you would be able to make the most out of that because of your insanely, uh, uh, huge, um, the huge talent that you huge. Have.
2: But you know, you know what I might do. I, I I don't know why I didn't think of this before. I might actually pull the frets out and make it a fretless, and Ooh. just fill in the fill in the slots with uh. Because then, because what happens to like it's missing notes when you put the frets on, it limits it, so it takes a couple notes away the way you did it, and which is a lot of people. I would like, like that. to see that.
1: I, I would seriously. Yeah. Because I, I don't use I, I like it now because I can still use my fingers to, to tap a note or two, but I just like to slide. I'm yeah. gonna put, I, I mark them I, mar- I mark I basic the the basic three five seven nine twelve blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah yeah. and yeah. that's it so yeah. I would like to see that cool. take those friends, yeah, out I'll there. Pu- I, that
2: was like the very first thing I ever did is I had like a $100 bass guitar like you know back when I was like 20 years well, old Well, mine is priceless
1: out. but feel free it's okay
2: yeah yeah pretty much yeah this, uh, some priceless
1: or worthless one of those words but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> definitely less I, I have another one of those I found another Connecticut cigar box just like that one so I'm excited oh, yeah. about doing something with it yeah
2: Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so you should definitely upgrade Bill's base there.
2: Um, yeah, because I like it. It sounds really good, and it's a lot of fun to play. Um, yeah, maybe I will. The other thing I could do is I could add the missing frets. That might be interesting that's to do, too. That's way more work.
1: That That's a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> it is.
2: Once they're made, it's tough to add frets and get them straight.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Bill Loots. Oh, so I am extremely uh excited. So I've been talking about this uh collab I'm doing with Heidi Jacobs, and she's made me a ceramic handmade kiln cigar box and lo and behold, I have it in my hot little hands.
2: Yeah, it's... I think it's wicked.
1: Mm, yeah. Cool. Is so it heavy? there's some uh yeah, it's it's got a good amount of weight to it. Hmm. Um not it's it's lighter than I thought it would be. Okay. Uh, but it's it's it's, it's a little beefcake. Now, the, the challenge is, is I don't want to screw into it. I don't want to try and diamond cut any holes or nothing like that. So I'm going to try and slide this neck through, the stick through the thing. And I've got a couple ideas how I'm going to secure it. Hot glue is going to be involved. Um, <laughs> but also, I'm going to do like a like you would do a hammer. You know how you wedge it and you kind of tap the wedge in on the other side so that'll secure okay. the other side? But lightly, just enough to spread it to, to fill in the gap. Right. Um, But yeah, this is this is going to be exciting. So I'm going to do that Um, She gave me a little tiny place to put a pickup on the top and I happen to have one of those Matchbox flat top uh, From CB Giddy. I believe he calls him the wicked Bucker. It's a flat pickup So it'll actually sit very low profile on the top and I'll glue that down And so it'll have but it'll have to be right at the bridge, which will be kind of a neat thing, too. Because normally those are up a little farther on the scale. So it's going to be fun. i got to figure out how I'm going to do it. But I'm excited. So I cleaned the garage all weekend. That was what I was doing. Mm. And uh, I will get started on filming. Oh, and the other thing I'm excited about is, um, so I have a big envelope of people who have sent me things, and I've kept their names. And I forgot who this is, but I have it if I dug through it. Somebody sent me a bunch of uh, flooring, wooden floors, boards. And I'm going to use that for the the neck. So, I wanna, I'm going to have to put them through my planer, plane them all down so they're even, because they got grooves on one side and weird yeah. things on the other. So, yeah. I'm going to do a nice planing down of that. So, it's going to be a recycled, uh, upcycled, whatever you want to call it, uh, collab guitar. But that's that's what I'm doing.
2: You know, what might be kind of fun too. Would be to, and I'm trying to think of an easy way to do it so it's not a huge hassle. But instead of planing down, because they're like th- probably like seven eighths of an inch thick, and then you plane the grooves out and they become about three quarters of an inch thick. Right. But I wonder if you could fill those grooves in with something like without it being too big of a hassle. Why not like, you
0: another like, board with the opposite?
2: Well, because they're not like that. They're like just little skinny grooves.
0: Yeah. But, they're um,
2: very. Oh, but, oh, you could you could create a board, but they're like they're usually like a it's like a cove, is like a half circle almost.
1: Well, right. the reason I really? want to plane it is because it's got a finish on one side anyway, so I might have to plane both or that side to get yeah. the finish off.
0: <laughs> and yeah.
1: um, and I want to also sandwich a different color wood between it to try and to try uh, like yeah. a walnut or something. Yeah. So if I plane it all down nice and neat, give myself. What if you a cut neck the
2: hand? walnut, the little skinny strips and filled in those those slots, I'm just trying to make more work for you, basically. Mm-hmm, I
1: know, mm-hmm. No, it's it's interesting, but it is good. That would be a lot of work because it's yeah. it's probably less than a uh, it's a sixteenth inch groove.
0: It's yeah. not. Miles. I mean, you could do an epoxy the ones thing. Ones I have, or my floorboards but, are different. Mine are like they're good, like three quarter inch grooves, and they're kind of oh, like really? the ends of hexagons.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. No, I guess I guess I've seen them like that too. But um, I was picturing like a lot of times it's like a little eighth inch, just like uh, kind of slot
1: through it. Yeah. See this? Know? I don't know if you can kind of see the.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, that's pretty so that's big. what I'm
1: talking about. Yeah, that's, you could. That's like a 16th, maybe an eighth, not even an eighth deep, of an inch. Deep, but it's, but it's a half inch wide.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what you could yeah. do then? is You could, you could make run that on the table a router, saw. right? Route down that channel so that it's not an angled groove, so that it's right. straight, it and then fill it in with a strip of wood. Yeah. And, that wouldn't and then be you hard. wouldn't you have could to cut lose that in table saw. That amount. Yeah. No, I think you could strain it down. Or you all could right.
2: leave the shape as is, and you could figure out the angle, set your table saw blade to that, and just cut strips that'll actually fit right in
1: there. Nope, Not, no, no. I'm just gonna plane it down. I'm gonna we're trying sandwich, to, we to save some a sixteenth between two of those, and uh, we're
2: saving a sixteenth of an inch of wood, uh, but we're gonna cost
0: you 14 hours. <laughs> it's the best imagination game ever.
1: Yeah, I I enjoy. Hey, you all know, you could here. do. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> or I could plan it down uh, but so to, to, what I was trying to say was uh, if you're out there and you sent me these I do have your name and I love you and thank you so much um, but if, if you know who you are you can send me a message I'll give you a shout on the next uh, pod
0: cast
1: how about you Phil have you had time to do anything I noticed you were busy online so you did something what was I it I did
0: something um, actually the first thing I want to talk about is on Friday I was at uh I was at the a woodworking convention uh, here in here in Toronto. Actually, I came in for the day uh, with uh, with a bunch of people from work, and it was super cool. I've never done that before. Um, it was not really like a consumer level woodworking show. It really was more industrial. So you had like the big like hammer and Felder like machines and um, big like five by ten CNC machines, five axis, yeah. fully enclosed, all that stuff. So it was really, really cool to see it. And there was some consumer-level woodworking equipment, so that was really neat. Um, and so we had to co- kind of go and visit some of our uh, finishing suppliers and stuff like that, so we were just... had to talk to them. In the meantime, they had like this whole sanding station set up so that you could see, because they also sell sandpaper, how some of it would work. And so they had a bunch of really good sanders out there. and um, And I've never really used a very good sander before. I've only used whatever 20 to $40 palm sanders the one I currently use is $20 anyways so I was using this one and it's got that sort of that palm toggle switch at the top like think of a pneumatic sander and it's got Mm -hmm. like that little switch at the top but it was electric and so I used this thing and it was butter smooth I mean oh my god wow and it was some rando brand I've never heard of so I was thinking hey I know this guy I we i could pay wholesale maybe I could get a sweet deal on this thing so I said to him I said hey uh hey George how much uh how much is this sander?" and he very very nonchalantly looks at me he goes oh that one there yeah that's 500. I was like <laughs> oh cool I guess I'll just use it here um uh so that was fun so I guess I guess I finally well, you, could, you could get the
2: wholesale 250 right <laughs> the half no, off that,
0: <laughs> that was the wholesale oh
1: that, that was, was the wholesale price of was that a six inch you said it was a six inch right
0: Looked like it was Must five to me. Well, it still. Look, it looked like it was five. Um, so but you know
1: what you do? I think you you just go get you a good either. Right? Ry- I think Ryobi or Rigid makes the six inch for about one hundred and thirty bucks, and that compared to what you're using is or ninety nine bucks, and that compared to what you're using, Phil, it'll feel just like that other one.
0: You think? Because yeah. this was this is like compares to Festool. If all not, you
1: have to do is use your sander a couple of times before you go buy it. And then when you get
0: it home, you're going to go, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah okay, yeah, but yeah. frankly, anything's an upgrade for my piece of crap. That's,
1: that's what I'm saying. But a six inch makes all the difference in the world. That's my next
0: palm yeah. sander. Yeah, i like to have I
1: also one, sure. have that, that, that Festool. I'll send it to you if you want it. I've used it once.
0: Why don't you? You don't like it?
1: I'd refuse to fall into the category of I got to buy only your sandpaper.
2: I just use the other the other sandpaper on it usually. Shut up! And shut up! I mean, shut
0: up! Okay, i okay, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> honestly, I, I don't use mine Seriously, do you want that app. test tool? I will talk to you after the show.
1: All right, I'll send it to you.
0: <laughs> it's all right. It's not, I mean it's,
2: it's it does it is an improvement up from the thirty forty dollars ones like we buy. Oh, it's, an abs- it's a nice little sander. It's not but it the just... it's not the bee's knees like they talk about, and I, and I'm I am annoyed by the proprietary thing too. So I rarely use mine. Yeah. Um, you know, but. I'm going to get, get really all nice my
1: sandpaper from Mike at Clingspore's and it fits on my DeWalt, and I'm a happy
0: camper. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, now, Kling Spore, though, just so you know, Clingspore does make um, Festool hole patterns. Oh, thank so you. you can, Tim so you don't for have that. to buy. are really
0: being helpful now. Thank you for this.
2: <laughs> Phil, so you know when you have your new <laughs> sander, you don't have Thanks, to buy them. from them.
0: So you can stick <laughs> I'm it to Waiting them a for, for Bill to go, hey, really? Never mind.
1: <laughs> no, you you can have it. You can have it. I love my I love my yellow man. I don't care what anybody says. I love my yellow tools.
0: Here's something that I thought was interesting because I did not know this. I mean, I'm sure you guys know this, but I did not. So, what is the one advantage of pneumatic Sanders versus electric Sanders?
1: Wow, don't bog down. Um, that's it.
2: Yeah, so, but palm Sanders don't bog down real easy.
0: Well, yeah, they they push do. on them, I guess. But the yeah. one advantage is, is if you work in an area with solvents in the air, you have to use pneumatics because electric sanders can spark and cause basically a fire. If fight. you're working
1: oh. in a shop where there's solvents in the air and you have to use pneumatics, you might not want to work in that shop.
0: There's still, there's still a huge vacuum and respiratory system, but for insurance purposes... It's much better to be using oh, than well, that, electric. no that makes sense but
1: still I, I recommend it against anyway, it like Tim I said, asked quit guy, that job said, and go so, live your dream yeah. I yeah, didn't, if I the didn't spark, spark know. of your
2: brushed motor could potentially kill everyone <laughs> get another job <laughs> 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 you know don't work wow, there
0: you are just batting a thousand today Tim thank you
2: for
0: that <laughs> I'm saying so I asked the guy who sells these things for a living I said so what's what's the difference it, are these better? It goes better, no. But if you work in a finishing shop, then you need to be using pneumatics. And if you already have the, um, if you already have the the compressor, the you know, like the industrial yeah. compressor, they're a little cheaper.
1: Yeah, I can tell you this and, and it's a tool that will last you a lifetime seriously it, yeah. that's, that's yeah, why they they they, that's forever. why they're so expensive because you you don't replace those things all the time it right lasts there's no motor forever yeah. well even yeah. if it was electric I mean they have electric industrial cabinet shop sanders that yeah. that just right. they're nice it's just a different level of manufacturing
0: That's nice yeah, yeah. anyway so that was part one part two is um, I went and I bought the material for the arcade that I am going to be building um, What? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I found some plans online. Um, they're called. It's called the Galactic Starcade. And it's basically everything that I wanted, except it's a two-player, and I'm going to make mine one-player, because those are the parts that I bought. Um, but uh, it was all in metric, and I really only understand imperial in my brain. I know metric, but for measurement and woodworking, I just feel and understand inches. So when I saw it, I bought... Okay, long story short, I bought too much stuff. I bought... About that much. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I pretty much, I bought like an eight by four sheet, but you know, the pre-cut two by four sections. Mm-hmm. So I've got four two by four sections thinking, oh, I'll use one for each side and then I'll have some for the bottom and then another one will be the front. Meanwhile, I could do both sides with one of those two by four sheets and I could probably do the whole project with two and I bought four and an extra yeah, but, little bit. But
1: see, then the extras, the, the cutoffs, the remainder, that turns into reclaimed. Yeah. So, for your exactly. next project, I'm going to use these leftovers for my next project.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, well, I figured it couldn't hurt to have.
1: Wasn't
2: it, like, crazy more expensive to buy it that way? A little. Well, you have to
0: pay by the... Where I go, you have to pay by the cut anyway. See, it probably was. And the guy wasn't there, and I didn't feel like paging him to wait to come out. Because I can't he take is, it, it, it home unless it's been cut act. down.
1: Yeah. What's crazy what more if expensive? I mean, if you're, if you're a production shop, it would be kind of more expensive, but... One sheet... Yeah, I mean, I, I I sometimes I'll buy the the just because it's easier to to get, I'll get a four by four sheet, right? Which yeah. is, you know, it's like if if a if a four by eight sheet is thirteen dollars, that's going to be sixteen dollars or something. It's not crazy more expensive for one thing, but it's crazy expensive if like you know I'm in a production shop and I'm going to buy them already cut in half. Yeah, so oh no, the I way buy this the works f- was
0: it was twenty five dollars for a four by eight sheet. Mm-hmm. Or 10 bucks so a piece 100. for these 2 by 4s So I overspent $15.
2: Right. Yeah, that's not too bad. But they I've, would have I've,
0: charged me, for those two cuts, they would have charged me probably $3 each. So I overpaid by 9 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah. it's convenient. Sometimes you pay I've, for it. Yeah.
0: Right. That's, yeah. that's not too well, bad. that's how but I felt. But do, ha- do you have a battery-powered Cirque saw? No. So I've got to get one. Because yeah. then I would just bring it with me. Keep that in the car. Yeah. 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 And, and I you can do, you could,
2: you could do a right on their carts out in the driveway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, two I of those, have,
0: two of those flat carts and cut right between them. I have a track saw that, that I can just uh, mount the cordless to. I just have to get a cordless. Yeah. Right, so I'd have a cordless track saw, which would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, that's, um, that's what I'm up to. So I'm in Toronto this week, so I'm not going to be doing anything, but this weekend... The uh, Galactic Starcade build continues, although that's not what I'm going to call mine. Uh, but I am following this gentleman's plans, and I'll look it up for the next show so I know to give him a shout out. Cool. Uh, um. Okay. Wow. That was an intro. Let's move on to our topic. And uh, <laughs> this one builds again. Is this one Tim's again, actually?
1: Tim's. Yeah. Again. Yes.
0: Two Tim's weeks in again. a row. Whoa. Although yeah, I, now. it was look mine last week. But
1: go ahead, Tim. You can, you
0: can was it yours last week? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was no, Tim cuz I asked him an intro week. last week. No. Yeah, it was mine last week. No. Whatever,
1: bill. You no, bill. you no,
2: Bill, you do good. You do good, Bill.
1: <laughs> Virtual <laughs> heads two in a row, whatever.
2: <laughs> um okay, so anyways, so Bill was having a conversation with Jeremy Harmon today.
0: <laughs> oh wait, no, that was Tim. <laughs> oh wait,
2: that was me. <laughs> you named last week's Bill. That was what it was.
1: That's all that counts,
2: right? Didn't I we name this good, week's yay. too? And you name and you name this week's also, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's all um,
0: we need is the name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nine tenths of the law. If I remember Nine, my yeah, law correctly. Nine tenths of the law is the guy who names it.
2: So, um, yeah. so but but anyways, um, I I was messaging back and forth with Jeremy Harmon today, who is of J Harmon Designs. If you don't know, he's a friend of the podcast. And mm-hmm. um, and oh, congratulations on your two year anniversary. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Phil noticed
0: I'm that. I'm not on laughing media. at Jeremy. I'm laughing at the interruption from earlier that made us remember this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're so, all welcome. Yeah.
2: Um, I I was posting pictures from this art exhibit that I was at of other people's art and, and sort of sharing it on Instagram. And um, Jeremy wrote to me, he's like, hey, did anybody, like, did you have any hard time from that? From people, you know, saying, "Hey, don't take pictures of my art." And he said, "Because he was at a maker fair, I might be getting some of the details wrong." He said he was at some kind of a maker fair, and and on two occasions in the same event, um, he was taking pictures of people's stuff, and there wasn't any signs up there that said no photographs. But he, there was stuff that he thought was cool. He wanted to take pictures of him. People were up, were upset with him, saying, "Don't take pictures of my stuff. That's my IP, you know, or whatever." Um, and I, you know, I I just w- thought that was odd, and uh, because I share everything you know i mean like and like i mean all of us that's why you you're listening to this podcast because you know us from youtube probably uh you know that we're out there doing stuff and sharing and showing how we did it and i just i just it was a big culture shock for me and um about that there might be people out there in similar walks of life to ours that are that are not wanting to share their work and i i was just wondering is that a good thing or a bad
0: thing it's awful and it's ridiculous and it's moronic because um you can prevent people from taking pictures but you can't get people to shut off their brains. Uh, you know, I have a pretty good memory when I see something that's really cool and if I do want to knock it off, it's getting knocked off. And if you want your stuff to be proprietary and no one to ever see it, keep it in your garage. Don't show it at a Maker fair. The whole point right. of those events is to share, to collaborate, to get it out there, and that whatever you put out there, you're gonna get back tenfold in inspiration and ideas from other people. That's the whole point of these things, that they amplify everybody. Um, to tell someone not to take pictures at some kind of a convention or whatever, um, if it's like that Maker Fair kind of thing, is ridiculous. I have been to trade shows where um, they were accessory shows and they were in Germany and, you know, uh, you're going around to different booths and they do say don't take pictures because they're proprietary uh, designs, kind of like fashion or whatever, and they don't want you knocking them off that quickly. Everyone's going to get knocked off, but I guess they want at least a half a season to get first to market. Totally different thing, they are selling to buyers. Maker Faire, the world we're in, and not specifically, necessarily, the exact Maker Faire uh, brand, but all of these sort of get-togethers that we do, uh, in my opinion, are all about getting more from everybody to make ourselves even better and to be able to give back and funnel through all of that. I'm sure, I don't know,
1: Bill, you feel the same way. Well, yeah, I I do, I think it's it's silly. I mean, you asked him, uh, you know, in our community that seems kind of weird because we are so open and we share just about everything, right? Um, But is it more, is there more of an expectation of privacy, not legally, in legal terms there's not, you just need to get over it. If you put stuff out in public, it's out in public. Get over it. You can take all the pictures you want. Unless unless you're in a private building and it's posted or there's an agreement before you have to buy a ticket, right? But mm-hmm. if you're just at a fair and somebody's taking pictures, you need to get over it. But you should encourage it. But again, is there an expectation of privacy... I, I don't know, man. In, in in other types of arts, like it, you know, they get mad at you when you film at a concert, right? They get mad at you. Uh, well, the
2: comedians take when you see a comedian now, they actually will take your cell phone because there's been so many times where comedians have been saying, like you know, racist things and whatnot, and it gets put out on the internet and it's taken out of context, which makes it seem even worse. And so now a lot of times when you go to these concerts, they'll actually put your phone in these little security bags right. and stuff.
1: Well, I yeah. mean, you know, black market. I mean, how long ago was it? You go to the movies and and people were at, like that one side episode, right? Yeah. You know, film, yeah, making bootleg things in the movies. Um, and I think comedians are more worried about stealing uh, material. That, that was material,
2: it. yeah, because they're they're workshopping material <laughs> for their next
0: flick shows
1: and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it, it happens, but I I don't know I I, I don't know. The thing I, is, I,
0: is for me, it's totally different, right? Like, one is digital intellectual property, right? A comedy show, a movie, um, even somebody's two-dimensional art like painting, right? Those are some things that you can capture through your device and you could sell instantaneously, right? Or you could distribute for fame or whatever, wh- wherever someone does bootlegs. I don't even know. Are they making money? I have no idea. Um, but if I look at the way that Bill or Tim made a table, right, and I'm in Montreal and they're in... Uh, you know, New Haven, Connecticut, and he's in uh, East Bay. You know what I mean? Like, we are not selling to the same people. And how many of these things could I possibly make in a year? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so silly. But it's a totally different world. Um, it is. So, so, it's not necessarily a parallel. And that's why I think what we do is so different than what digital content creators do, or you know, I guess it's a fancy title for an artist or a visual artist. There's there's sure.
1: a lot of morality that goes on with that too. Uh, our our buddy. Mr. Schneider does some amazing, his artwork is carvings filled in with glow-in-the-dark epoxy, and he does these lake things, and they're awesome. He did he did my logo in that same thing and sent it to me. Um, he also had somebody reach out to him and was like, hey, I'm interested in doing this. Um, can you, yeah, can you give me some tips? And, and he basically oh, yeah. kind of walked the guy through it, gave him a lot of tips, showed him how to do it, and the guy turned around and he wants to sell in the same area. Now, that is morally crap right you yes. can't, that's that's not cool there's nothing cool about that yeah. um, but there's still no expectation of privacy technically there's no copyright on it there's not right. a lot you can do I don't think
0: he could have had he wanted to if he was doing something um, different I don't think he was though I don't think there was anything patentable about it and a trademark I mean the brand is not what's selling yeah. it so there really wasn't any um, intellectual property protection that he could have gone after um, but I think Frank put himself out there and he did the burned. right thing by offering his time and his energy and, and really, you know, he fast forward to this guy's education big time and the guy then turns around and does something pretty awful. And so I agree yeah. with you that that sort of uh, almost takes away what I said earlier. I was really more thinking that we're all coming from different geographical areas. But if you're right. both in the same town of 10,000 people and you're like... Hey Bill, how do you uh, how do you make this thing? And Bill goes right. out of his way and spends hours and hours to teach you. And you're like, "Cool, man, see you at the farmer's market." You're a jerk.
1: Right, yeah. and that's I think there's now yes and no to some of that. Now if I if I see somebody's coasters and and they're taking they're taking logs and they're just cutting off slices of it and they're selling those as coasters. There's nothing there. And I go to the same and I say, "Hey, that's cool. I can do that." And I go to the same farmer's market and do the same thing and just put a different color ribbon on it. Right, I'm not going to feel bad about that. I, I oh, would feel bad because it. I'm not smart enough to come up with cutting a log in slices myself. But dibs. But but when you have a, a process and and I, I um, cut log oops. into slices. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but when you when you have a process and a technique of doing something and it is it's it's not common. This isn't showing somebody how to use their table saw to to. Um, you yeah, know, cut a straight cut line. Rabbits or yeah. something. It's, it's, yeah. this is a technique, a style. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I, would it's think it took a lot to case... discover that style. It wasn't yeah. by accident, it didn't oh, happen yeah. in a day. There well, was a ton of trial and error.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, so I think there is, there is an expectation of privacy, or I don't know if privacy is the right word, but, um,
0: I think it's respect, frankly.
1: Oh, well, it is. Well, it's yeah. only respect because, again, I, I think you could sue somebody and probably win in court, but you probably wouldn't make back the money it costs you to go to court in the no, time No, only the lawyer could win. And,
2: and everyone knows that. That's like, like yeah, when yeah. I made the square. Everybody's like, oh, did you patent? Did you patent? It's like, why? Like, yeah. I'm going to go to court and, and protect that patent. Yeah. Like, who? you know, I'm going to go to China and some international copyright law lawsuit. First no, of all, it was, would cost
0: you like, $75,000 to patent it. Right. Exactly. You'd have to do a patent search first to see if it's even patentable, and that <laughs> yeah. would cost you three to five thousand dollars. Right.
2: That's why they do the patent pending, and you see that a lot because that's only a couple grands, and so yeah. you could just you just set the patent out for that yeah. first year that it's at market, and uh, and then you see? just you just cash in on that and then
0: forget about yeah. it. You know. Right.
2: Now, if you invent a seatbelt, that's something you might want to patent.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. There's also two different kinds of patents, right? There's utility patent and design patent, right? Right. So a design patent doesn't offer very much in the way of protection because, for example, Tim's squire, uh, should you decide to make it a slightly different angle or if you decide to square off the corner instead of round the way Tim has it, yeah. um, then, the, then the, the design is different and is yeah. no longer protectable. A utility Take some holes off,
2: put some holes on it, that's
0: it. Yeah. Is the way a motor works or the way uh, some kind of actual utility functionality uh, like a strap over this, or whatever the case may be, it offers a lot more in the way of, of protection, and it is a lot more valuable and a lot more costly. So, yeah. on this yeah. episode of yeah. Maker Law,
1: <laughs> no, I, 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 I think seriously. So, th- this all came about about people taking pictures of your work and blah blah blah. So, there must be a fear. There must be a fear of like, oh my goodness, this person's going to take that picture. They're going to take it home. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to make that and try and take my stuff and it's you're, there's you're more leading that, me
0: though yeah well you're no, leading but there right there is the more one. because they're what they're what they're not worried about you going home and making it they're worried about you posting on your instagram with your 10,000 fans and it going viral and everybody making this thing and then losing total control of any marketplace right and you know what that's, that's the a, fear that's, i mean it's a that's little that's nuts a, you're but,
1: right that's a digital thing that, that would never cross yeah, my mind because i don't yeah. have 10,000 followers number one um uh, yeah, it's just it's it's just weird. Well, I mean, I had but that the, I had that, you happen, with that. Though, right? I had that happen with that though. Right? Cuz I had that
2: happen with that nailer dude. Remember the denailer, uh, you know, the denailer tool I have? I had that yeah, happen had with that. Map. I made a little 30-second video demoing this air denailer. Yeah. And it got picked up by like dozens of those sites that just repost stuff. I have people emailing me because they saw it on six six reposts later and it has my website is on the wall in the background so they were emailing they finding TimSway.net and emailing me like, "Hey, what was the name of that tool?" Like, just but like see, Total that, Strangers. But, but it was a, the
0: Tim Sway d You can get it for $99 on my I website. I what I should
2: do is I, sh- I should buy a box of them and just
0: but, yes. but the difference,
1: But the difference <laughs> being, Tim, that was you posting something and people taking what you posted right. online. That wasn't but you picture. But then people took a picture. that, though. You know that what I mean? That wasn't me took... going to your display and taking a picture yeah. of your guitar and then me going and posting that. You know what I mean? Look at this. Good,
2: yeah. Well, there's, and there are a lot of people that do that. Um, but that you kind of walked me into what I what I wanted to to say. You these two main ahead. two main thoughts. Oh, thank you. Um, one was that like when I first started making these videos, you know, a hundred years ago or whatever, I, I was I showed one to my wife. Like when I, and I was like, I'm gonna put this up. I'm like, you yeah, know, showing this, and she's like, she's like, why? You're just gonna give everybody your ideas? Like they're gonna be able to just do it? And I I said to her like I was like, well, yeah. I was like, I kind of came to this realization though that like. There's I don't want to say there's two types of people in the world because there's obviously way more but in this instance there are two types of people in the world there are people that are that see something and say I would like to buy that and there are people that see something and say I can do that I can make that mm-hmm. so that's and that's who my videos are for like originally I thought they were for the people that wanted to buy them but they don't watch you know um, but it doesn't matter because like the people that I'm not they're not gonna it's not really a competition thing it's just like the days of like secret lab like you know, like
0: a Coke, new Coke in a secret lab without doing any market. Re- Those days are over. Like it's just, it, it slows the, progress. The difference is also is that your business is not the things that you're making. It's the content that you're producing. Right. Well, so, at the
2: time it was the things I was making. Like, right, you know but what I mean?
0: Now, but I think now you've come to that, that conclusion. Well, that it's both. What you're, it's both now. Yeah. Fine. But the scale that you're making your things is never going to be able to outpace the content that you're producing. The content you're producing is serving thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. The stuff you're making is for one person at a time. It just so sure. happens that the one person that you're selling it to is basically funding the cost of the video and you're reaping yeah. the profit off the content. So it's, yes, it, you know what I mean? It's like a, it's a cost, it's a cost covering mechanism for ultimately mm. production.
2: But right, right. That, that makes a lot of sense. And then, uh, sort of in that vein, the other point I wanted to, to bring up, actually it's a little bit off, um, is that now I... You know, for years I've been sharing everything I do and every question people ask me, I, I give them the best answer I can. I'm I've made videos that are just based on people saying, "How did you do that?" And so I will make a whole video saying, "This is how I did this" or "This is why." And I don't think I'm like God's gift to woodworking. I'm actually kind of suck. But I really I, I <laughs> but I have I have ideas and I share them and and often I'll put up a video like, "Hey, this is how I do this," and they'll be like, "A hundred comments, like great idea, great idea, I love that." One guy will go, "Why didn't you do this?" And I'm like, "Oh my God, that's a hundred times better than my idea." And that's part of why I do it because <laughs> I get I learn from just doing things poorly (laughs) you know what i mean but the one thing i do not share is and i get asked all the time is my cnc files um people Mm -hmm. are like hey send me the dxf for that send me the file for that it's like well that's my intellectual property like i'm showing you everything i did to make this guitar i'm not going to actually give you this file and i don't want to sell them because i don't want people to start making my guitars you know what i mean
0: so that's the one thing i won't give away um, that's fair is the actual digital file that I, I think that's totally fair because that is a that is a, prop, a proprietary design and you probably could get a patent on not the utility but certainly the design, the design of that guitar for sure yeah you know so sure. but I mean that's anybody detectable th- asset
2: if you really want to make my guitar I already sell the kit that has most of the parts and you can look at the picture of them and you could figure it out and make it copy it yeah. yourself sure but I'm not gonna make it easy for you but. you got to earn it <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know? well, I, you I, how earn many it. how many of your projects have I made versions of right. I mean, I, I didn't even know okay. no CNC. Pale,
2: Pale comparisons of sure. <laughs> 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 Zing! Uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> no, but exactly. I mean, that's like, and, and you know, like uh, Jeremy's thing. I don't know what he was looking at, if it was like art or if it was like a bowl. I don't know what he saw. But, um, you know, he sees something and like you said, photo or no photo. If I see something at a show, like you said, Phil, about your memory, and I want to make it. I'm gonna figure out how to make it and yeah. I think a lot of other people are like that too and and those there's that one type of person and then
0: there's the other type so it's it almost seems irrelevant to me whether to take a picture or not but yeah. that's why I think it's we're now sort of like I, I maybe I was short-sighted in my thinking I think now a lot of it is the the social media aspect of taking the picture yeah. and then blasting it out there and all of a sudden it's out there and
1: you, you I mean, still can't you'd think stop that's it, what you, he'd want you, anyway but I don't know you, I mean I, I also think there's a there's a huge amount of um, of respect that we show each other. And if I go anywhere and I see signs that say, please don't take pictures, I don't. If I well, don't yeah. see signs, I take pictures of everything. And often it's not the entire piece, right? If I look at this table that's got this, I love the way that they use different colored wood, I'll take care of a, a picture mm-hmm. of the color of the wood. The the way yeah. they join the legs, you get you know, what joining, I'll, I'll snap pictures of parts of their design. And I might try and copy the exact same design, but no matter how hard I try, off of a picture, it's not going to be. And sometimes do I do I go and I see something really cool and I take a picture and I post it on Instagram or Facebook? Yeah, I do. I mean, Maybe it's just not. saying, look what I saw at this place. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think where I really think the danger is unfounded. It's ridiculous. But right. there is one that we did want to, uh, or I, I certainly want to bring attention to. Uh, what about the the little girl who was, who's playing the guitar?
2: Oh, oh, I mentioned that in the pre-show. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I just kind of sit back to Jeremy. So I'm, I'm at the guitar show, and this father and his daughter, was probably 9 or 10, were sitting in my booth. He played guitar, and, and she was playing bass along with him, and they were awesome together, and she was, like, killing it. And so my instinct when that happens is I pull up my phone, and I do an Instagram story, you know. So when I start filming the dad as he's playing, and then there's this, like, kick and bass line going, and I pan the camera to show that the kick and bass line is coming out of this, like, 9-year-old girl, you know. And so I shoot it, and just as I'm about to post it, I just said, "Oh, I should ask permission because she's a minor." So I asked the, the the dad. I was like, "Do you mind if I post this online on my Instagram?" And he's like, "He's like, no." And he goes, "Oh, you know what? Her mom might." And so I said, "Okay, fair enough." So I deleted yep. it. Um, and then later, after they left, the guy that had a, a exhibit next to me, he was like, "He was like, you didn't have to ask. You could have just posted that. This is your exhibit." and she's playing your bass on your stool she waived all her rights to privacy by walking in kind of like when you walk into walmart and the security camera takes your picture like that was Mm -hmm. that was his opinion and i agree with him to some extent but but and he was a father too and and, but his kids are and he was like yeah no i don't put my kids on the internet like he said that in the same sentence (laughs) but you know but he was like but but if my kid was in here playing your guitar and you wanted to i i don't have the right to tell you not to was his point and it, i what do you guys think about that i mean it's i have not about
1: the right it's it's about how first of all if so so here here's my experience with that when i first started aspen first came into my life i built her a little Scarbox guitar and um her, i got a picture of her opening it in utah and i i went to post that picture online and i asked her mom first and she says you know what not this picture because uh it, she was wearing her um high school shirt and it said the name of her high school on it so i was just not that one hold on let me send you another picture they took another picture but so it's like i i don't know of course you don't want to if a parent's not comfortable doing that just don't do it just don't do it legally i think it's sure there's no expectation of privacy in a public place even for kids
2: i think it's like mr snyder's story though it's like about it's not necessarily what's right or wrong legally it's about respect
1: That's what I said. It's it's all about respect. If if if,
0: you know, I don't I don't know about specifically about the legality of it, but I will tell you, um, if if an adult was sitting there shredding on the guitar, in your booth at a public trade show, yeah, they've waived all rights. I don't think. I still I still ask them. They always say sure, but yeah, yeah, because an adult's a narcissist for sure. They will, but when it comes to (laughs) a minor, I. I don't think you have any right to post uh, a minor online. I'm not sure that that's a thing.
1: Okay, let me ask you this then, Phil. And it, it, It's it's not about... I, I think there is a rights. You're at the fair. Your kids are on the Ferris wheel. You're taking a video of your kids going up and down the Ferris wheel, right? And you're posting mm-hmm. that online. On that Ferris wheel is a bunch of other kids with their moms and dads on there going on the Ferris wheel. They just happen to be in the background.
0: Yeah, but this wasn't the background. I agree. I agree. I I, I understand what you're saying. And I I agree with you. If there is, collateral damage, you know, of you filming your kid, that's a different story than you filming somebody else's kid as the principal subject.
1: A a thousand percent agree with just respect a parents not wanting that if they say something. But Mm -hmm. as a parent, maybe maybe this is what we're doing. Let's let's tell any parent out there, understand that if you take your kids in public. There's a chance they're probably
2: going to get photographed.
1: <laughs> they're going to get photographed and, and get yeah. put online. So you need I think if you don't know that in this day and age as a parent, you should. You you just should realize that. Maybe yeah. some people don't. It's like, well, I you know, cuz I don't like it. I'm not comfortable. I'm not going to put my kids like you're, like the guy said in the next booth. I don't put my kids online." Well, he probably does he he tries to be be wary of that then. But if you're not yeah. aware of the fact that if your kid walks out in public, they they're, they're going to be online.
2: The uh, to put a little historical context on this, you know, I used to work at the newspaper back in the '90s, and the internet was very young, and people weren't just posting everything there. Um,
0: what's that? I was just saying that you had to get a waiver for everything before you published anybody's picture.
2: Right, we had to. We there was it wasn't that formal, but the the people would submit photos to us, of course. But then we also had photographers, and like I would go out and take pictures, and. Um, uh, it was like, you know, we had this professional photographer. He'd go out, like, it was like, oh, apple picking day, at the apple fair, or whatever. And so he'd go out and get the picture of the cute little three year old girl, you know, eating the candied apple. And then uh, and there was just this film camera, so there's no slide to look at. It's all, you know, we don't know till later what it looks like. And, um, and so he'd do that, and he'd go up to the mom and he'd say, What's her name? I'm with the bulletin, you know. And the mom would be like, Oh, her name is Susie, and she's three. And, and they'd be all excited to have their, their kid's picture taken and put on the newspaper without yeah. even seeing the photo. Um, and now it's like, you know, who are you? Why do you want to take a picture of my kid? Like, because it's the internet, but the paper was still, that's still public record. And I mean, it,
0: yeah, you know, it was kind of
2: just this whole, this whole shift happened. It's like this
0: sort of different world that we live in now. And in a very short amount of time, Susie's now going to get tagged on Facebook and it's going to get regrammed onto uh, Instagram and then it's right. going to end up on Twitter and it's going to follow her for the rest of her life.
1: That yeah. one yeah.
0: picture in that fluff piece is going to disappear yeah. the day after tomorrow. Yeah, True. Yeah. But but and what's your point? And and the point is, if ever that picture was embarrassing for whatever reason, like uh, I don't know, she lifted up her shirt or something. You know what I mean? It's the thing that can haunt you thirty years later when you're running for office.
1: And and again yeah. and again. But I it's, mean, if a parent record fine, of the library. But as a parent, right. shouldn't yeah, you be there? Up? Aren't you? Isn't it your responsibility to make sure, sure Susie doesn't accidentally lift up her skirt and get embarrassed and do
0: something embarrassing in public, right? If you think you can prevent your kids from doing something embarrassing, uh, good luck, my friend. (laughs) I've got a gaggle of children.
1: Again, in this day and age, though, you have an expectation as a parent. There is no expectation of privacy anymore, anywhere.
0: I would expect that someone is not out there snapping pictures of my kids as the principal subjects of their photography. If they're taking pictures of their own kids and my children stumble into the background, have at it. Total different story. I'm not going to prevent you from taking even, even
1: as a principal, what if what if you're a photographer and you're doing a piece on horseback riding? you got to get permission to do that
0: kind of stuff. You I don't get think you do. You absolutely do. you got to get I, a waiver. I, I do
1: not think you do. If you're at a public place, if you're out in public, not on private property. Okay, Bill, not... here's
2: what I want you to do. I want you to go <laughs> to the park and start taking pictures of children on the swings and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> All right, shot.
0: <laughs> I,
1: I, would, I would definitely. <laughs> you can do it. It's just not I will, I acceptable. would whoop my own butt for doing that. That's not. Yeah, we claim not have the fun to. As bail a you as parent, you as a parent, have to expect <laughs> that there is no privacy when you go out in public. Not in this day and age. There's just not. There's there's yeah. cameras everywhere taking your pictures anyway. You see what I'm yeah. saying? The
0: level of um, the level of detail that those CCTV cameras uh, gather is much lower than you think. And until we get and to a point iPhone. of facial recognition. Yeah. There right. is still something of an expect. First of all, I'm a libertarian, so cards on the table. I do not. I believe in an expectation of privacy. Period.
1: Well, you're not getting it though. So well, let me ask you so this: far, We're saying uh, so Bill shouldn't go to the park and take the pictures. I'm good with that. What that's about on the record? What about Vance? <laughs> Please, Tim, you're out. You're out with Vance. He's got his camera. He's he takes a picture of another kid his age, and he posts it online. Let's say he can do that, right? Then well, what? no.
2: He, I mean, there's the parents. The parents are already at fault. Yeah. Of the parents letting the nine-year-old post stuff online without seeing it first. Correct. The Correct. parents at fault for that. Like that's, you know, that's there's already a problem.
1: Okay, so. it's at fault, and yeah. there's a lot of bad parenting going on. But
0: hmm. no, 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 because Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff have minimum age requirements. So if hmm. you are a parent and your child is under that age, you, you've you've Neglected your duty as a parent. It might as well be you, the adult, posting that that picture.
1: What I'm saying is, I promise you, there's kids underage on Instagram posting pictures. Oh sure. How do you got to be? You Uh, think of
0: the 13. Okay, so let's say a 13
1: year old takes pictures of an eight year old playing on a swing.
0: Yeah. And and wants show, huh? That could be trouble. How? How? Kids underage. I mean, I mean, listen, it's. I don't know why you're trying to provoke this conversation with me. Well, I because I'm trying I, to burn some minutes here in the conversation. Because but, I don't uh, want I
1: don't want people to have a sense that you know what that can't happen because it's not right, or it's illegal because it's not illegal. And whether it's right or not, it's probably still. I mean, happen.
0: it's creepy for the 13 year old to be taking pictures of an 8 year old. Period. Not, so, if not, not if their
1: interest is in design or in architecture, and they're trying oh, what if to it's just a I'm little a design... brother playing on a swing.
0: Yeah, I'm designing. I gonna... That's a total. You know, that's different. If no, it's no, a stranger, I'm saying they want to take a picture
1: of children playing on a, a designed um, swing set that they're going to design. They want to grow up and be a, an architect for parks, playgrounds. Or they're just saying?
2: a 13-year-old that fashions themselves as an artist, and they're trying to take artsy pictures of kids right. in the air and stuff. Right. You know, sure that could happen, but you know there are a lot of there are a lot of filters on Instagram that filter that kind of stuff out, and um, they do look for that. You know, just, and, and just, you can flag stuff. Too I'm, I'm just saying it, course, it,
0: it feels icky. It does yep, feel it icky, does. and I, I want to make sure but, that you all understand that a 13-year-old for 8-year-olds who's trying to capture the arc of okay, a swing. A 13-year-old uh, for I mean, another 13-year-old. I guess 13-year-old. I could be okay with that one.
1: A 13-year-old for a 13 What I'm saying is there is no expectation of privacy in public. There's just You not. have no
0: expectation. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> there's. I don't think there's I don't, legal not I have no here. expectation and of privacy. And I prob- think I'm privacy. not the only
1: one that thinks that way. And I, so,
0: I, I'm willing to go to court for that expectation of privacy.
1: I, I, I don't know. If, I, I think like the same thing. If, if, if you show me how to... Uh, make whiskey boxes. All of a sudden, you see me, you know, somewhere in Canada close to you. Make it, trying to sell them. Um, you probably take me to court and win. But no. again, I don't think there's a law for that. Not in a box. I, 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 I would think say it happens Bill. All the time. You're
0: a jerk. But this is a box, um, <laughs> and they've been made before. This is not the same thing as Frank Snyder's resin pouring technique. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I certainly wouldn't be happy. But, no. uh, but more power to you. It's a four sided box. Just, again, yeah, maybe
1: to be aware Go ahead. That, that it's gonna happen. That's yeah. all I'm saying is be parents yeah. be aware. there's there's no expectations of privacy in public. It's up to you. I have
0: to tell you, I've been out in public with my kids, you know, a lot. I've never seen anything like that. Even like, I think all parents that I've encountered and granted my kids are two, four, and six. Um, so that's the age group I'm focusing on people when they're taking pictures, it's very much of their own kids and it's pretty close up because camera phones don't have telephoto lenses.
1: At at Maker Faire California I promise you I saw multiple people. Kids were were uh, standing in front of things and other parents not there were taking pictures of these cute people and it was so massive, so many people I don't mm-hmm. know if they were posting them, I don't know what they were doing but I'm saying it's like, you don't always have the opportunity to say, hey, no, no and if you didn't want your kid yeah. to be having your pictures taken at a big event like that that's in public and there's no expectation of privacy you can't mm-hmm. take them, you just can't take them or you have to put a burlap sack on them and, and hold them without letting them you know, see through the...
0: That's yeah. what I usually do, yeah <laughs> yeah, no, I bring a sack. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. T- to to kind of get back to old photo sack. Yeah.
2: To kind of get back to the the other sort of aspect of it's not the weird photographing kids thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, you mean we shouldn't have spent twenty minutes on that?
2: Yeah, but to like sort of put a pin in it and move on. Um, I do the one other thing I was thinking about when people were like, "Well, you're sharing this stuff. You know, people can just steal it and all stuff." not that there's only two types of people in the world because we've already established two but there's two other types of people in the world there are people that, that, that generate ideas and there are people that copy ideas and the people that generate ideas are always going to be generating new ideas so I always kind of figure that if someone starts copying myself if it's good enough to where it gets copied and stuff I've got other ideas don't worry about it you go work in my wake while I continue to innovate but great it's kind of artists
0: how see steal that is what I, I understood and,
1: and to wrap it all up or, or what's to, that to integrate good editing. artists
0: copy great artists steal
1: yeah, is well,
0: expression. no, no. Yeah, I didn't make yeah, that no, up. To me. That's, yeah, you said that right. Yeah, that's correct. I thought you yeah. said it backwards at first.
1: So what I would say is, if, if you are wary of anything that you have that you want to keep private for whatever reason, whether it's a CNC file for intellectual property or your kids or whatever, you just have to be more vigilant in this day and age, right? But for the most, don't let part, your
0: DXF files out. <laughs> dude. Don't let anyone photograph them yeah. at the at the park. Is what we're saying.
2: Yeah. So don't don't take DXF files to the park with my children. Got it. Lesson learned. Solved.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Done. Okay. We're putting a button in that. Um, Oh, boy. I didn't even check it. Do we have any iTunes reviews? We
2: have one new one. I don't know about the European market. I'm sure John has moved. (laughs) So while you check that, I can read our our new one. It's a five star. It's called Breakdown, and it's by Jimbo Jack, and I have not read it yet. So, okay so these guys figure out how to limit reviews to five stars uh, ellipses not that anyone would want to ellipses here's how they earned their five star rating star one for humor bill's humor especially uh especially <laughs> bill's humor speciality. yes that is a made-up word just for you bill okay <laughs> good good one it even stopped me i was trying to correct you star two comedy The tips and tricks a speciality – there's that new word again – when Bill attempts to explain a concept to the other two and they act like they understand it, but Bill sees through their act and proceeds to – did you write this, Bill? (laughs) And proceeds (laughs) to confuse the heck out of them with a variety of baffling explanations. Star 3, pop culture. Tim and Phil lose. Bill, with almost every reference – even once in a while, Bill gets one over on them. I take extraordinary pleasure in these rare and fleeting moments. So th- Bill definitely wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> star four, jokes. Not the same as humor because Bill is at the butt end of most of them, even his own jokes, which is true and is one of the things I love about you, Bill. And Correct. star five, intro, Vance Maker. Nuff said, thanks, Bill, and keep up the amazing
0: work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new rule. Yeah. We can't write our own reviews. I thought we <laughs> mentioned that 320 reviews ago. <laughs> so, okay, Bill, Whoa. someone has to limit your iPod accounts or, yeah.
2: or
1: iTunes all, accounts I, all I can say is uh, don't be Casey. jelly trolls. <laughs> I
0: will. I'll speak to Casey and make sure you don't write any more of your own reviews. <laughs> that's that's, quite, possible. that's quite
2: possible. How about from uh, John? Where's he living now?
0: I got to tell you, it looks like he took a hiatus. Yeah, he lost interest in us. I'm not seeing anything here.
1: <laughs> I hope he's not maybe move we'll somewhere without internet access. <laughs> the only way he wouldn't yeah. write us another review is if he's in jail or prison. So we might have to do a GoFundMe.
0: Yeah, possibly. We'll have to go pretty far for that one.
1: Lithuanian bell money.
0: <laughs> Terrific. What uh, what caught your attention this week, Bill?
2: Well, Wait, we have to do our tip segment. Don't forget do that.
0: Though? All right, we had a lot of them last week, but that's fine.
2: I, I have a I have a quick one. Okay. Um, we had gotten some some time back. We gotten an edible. Uh, I can't say edible a speciality. We got an edible arrangement. You know the uh, whoa
1: whoa 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 family family Tim
2: yeah. What yep. is this,
0: underwear that you eat? I don't understand. Uh, no yeah, no you
2: know, no. You don't know what? Maybe you don't have them in Canada. Maybe they're. Yeah, I know we thing.
0: have them. I was just kidding. Right. It's a bunch oh, of yeah, fruit yeah. made to yeah. look like flowers. Yeah. Right, and it's, they come on it's these it's little plastic
1: strawberries on sticks. Yep. Yeah, but and it's also cantaloupe. Little, also, it's mostly
2: cantaloupe, which is kind of a. It's a racket. I know it is.
1: Who likes cantaloupe?
2: But um, or honeydew. You know, yeah. but uh, cantaloupe's better than honeydew. The yeah. um, the, the plastic sticks are like, million and one uses in the shop. So don't don't throw or recycle those plastic sticks out. Just toss them in the dishwasher. Just rinse them off. And I use those things for stir sticks and all sorts of uses around the shop all the time. And like one edible arrangement has like thirty of those plastic sticks. I bet you could even use those as filler and do like TIG welding, plastic soldering. I haven't tried it yet, but that would be kind of fun to try with like a. No, flame. what
0: you could do is uh, check them up into your drill, and you could do friction uh, welding with it.
2: Oh yeah, I bet you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so save your edible arrangement sticks.
0: That's my that's my tip. That's kind okay. of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I got two of those arrangements last. Says week. the <laughs> says the guy. <laughs> Well, it says well, the guy who's add, taking pictures of the kids that. in the park.
1: All right. Let me add to that because I did this uh, uh, the other day. Um, grabbed uh, a pen to use as a steer stick because it was out of ink. It was just a disposable pen. So instead of disposing of it, maybe put those somewhere. We, anything that's long and cylindrical and skinny like those. Uh,
0: okay, Bill. Here we go. All right. <laughs> like the edible flower sticks. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, uh, I might have said this before, but this is a tip because, again, something I, I got to do. So you get a chance to do two birds with one stone. Um, when you're getting down to where most of your Tupperware has got broken or cracked lids or missing bottoms to the lids or whatever, gather all those up, make them shop, stir pots and mixing oh, yeah, p- yeah. pallets, and then hmm. buy buy your significant other a new set of Tupperware. It's a win-win every time.
2: That's and all idea. the takeout food that comes in those the soup containers and stuff are usually those pretty decent plastic and you can use those over and over again if you're mixing epoxy because the epoxy cures and you can pop it out and the thing's brand new again you know
0: hmm.
2: So that that's is a good, good point one. we should yeah. save that for next week now we give
1: you we gave him two good ones again
0: okay, what, are you, what so are you doing here you gotta just spread like, it out
1: just like a jury everybody disregard Tim's last tip
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right stricken from the record
2: yep okay let <laughs> we'll what? Uh, just uh, what, copy and paste that segment
0: into next week <laughs> <laughs> you literally could do that <laughs> yeah I know um, you won't, of course. Uh, but, um, uh, Bill, what grabbed your attention?
1: You guys are going to like this. So I was flipping through the tubes, and I caught my attention is, uh, uh, again, up with uh, me talking about not liking technology, and MC's s- desktop laser engraver. And this guy says... Fix your newer iPhones that they they put. Uh, it's a permanent glue. It's not something you can get off with the laser. If, it, if the glass on the back is all cracked, not the front but the back, he put it on in this laser. The company that makes this laser um, has the the files that Tim won't share with people in there. <laughs> so you can say I have an iPhone 6 Plus. You push the button and it goes through, and the laser goes through the glass and it actually melts or it atomizes the the glue. So you can actually pop the glass off, and it's not easy, but he popped it off and he put a new glass on his iPhone 10 or whatever it was, right? I'm like, this is awesome, maybe I do need a laser. And this one was perfect, it was the size of a, I don't know, my little amp I got over here, that for my guitars. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, and I know this is like $2,000, but it'll come in handy if you fix phones for a living, so I'm like, okay, I want a laser engraver, I really do, and I was interested in how he did that. And it was interesting, but I'm not spending $2,000.
0: No, anyways. you don't I'm need crazy. to, though. That's ridiculous. You don't yeah. need one that powerful to go through glass to melt. All you need is to etch into, you know, wooden plastic. You can get one for two or $300. No, no, I,
1: I know. But it was just yeah. amazing. It actually did catch my attention. It was like, wow, right. this is interesting. I can do that. Especially, I'm imagining there's a lot of um, uh, software or whatever you call it, instructional things that are out there for it if you can program it all in any way to get you started, right? You don't have to yeah, like I mean be it's a the coder. same
0: stuff as the CN- as the CNC carving CNC laser uses you know very very similar software it's all the same it's, x y and Zs. It's
2: actually a lot easier to get you in the game than learning CNC because there's not a spinning blade um so and spinning it's all Spinning blades I'm not production. afraid of no spinning blades Yeah but more things can go wrong and you can you know you can jam it yeah. up and stuff but there's no feeds and sp- well you don't have to worry about the s- feeds and speeds as much you worry about the temperature and and speeds and and um True. it's yeah, it's so it's a lot. It's actually a lot easier to get started.
1: Well, the, the interest is peaked and tweaked once again. So who knows? Hmm.
0: Well, we did cool. it. Uh, Tim,
2: uh, I wanted to mention uh uh Maker Geek on Instagram. Uh, he's yes, a, you know, the Nintendo.
0: Member. Uh, no, not the Nintendo. Oh, uh, I think. No, sorry, I was thinking of West. I'll use that one. Go ahead. No,
2: no, West. Yeah, he's Geeksmithing. This Geek is Maker Smithing, Geek. Yeah, right. Different, right, right. different guy. And uh, he he just does these really cool things with the laser and CNC. He made this door where he cut, like, a million strips of wood, and he he shares all this stuff on Instagram, and it's just – he doesn't have a lot of, uh, like, followers, and I I feel like it's, like – it's one of my favorite Instagram channels. Um, Right now he's doing these coasters that have magnets so they go together, which is, you know, not uh, an original idea, but he he took the time to hide the magnets – like veneer like inside, so you don't see them and he does mm-hmm. this really really uh he has a good artistic eye for doing like these patterns and stuff so they all magnet together and the patterns line up and stuff it's really cool um so maker geek on instagram he's
0: he's very inspiring cool well then i will talk about geek smithing our friend wes swain um he did a project this week maybe it was last week Where it was uh, an old Nintendo system, and he put a Nintendo classic inside it, and also a projector inside it, and two wireless controllers inside of it that you then pull out, and then the whole thing charges conductively, so the whole unit is wireless and battery powered. It's insane. It's basically, you take this Nintendo, you plunk it anywhere, you open up a little lid, it's got a projector, and you can literally play Nintendo anywhere with two wireless controllers. So like a projector
1: onto the wall?
0: On the wall, he had it projected onto somebody's shirt. It was awesome. That's insane. Yeah, you gotta check it out. Yeah. so cool. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Wes is crazy, insane, smart. That's why.
0: Mm. My boy is wicked smart. What movie is that from? Oh, Talladega Good Nights. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Let's. It mm. can't always be Talladega Nights. Um, yeah. It can. Yes, it was Goodwill Hunting. I was just
2: doing the six pound four ounce baby Jesus just tonight. <laughs> I do that every what, day. You do that, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> By the Shake way, Goodwill
1: Hunting. I saw that movie. Shake and bake.
0: It's a good movie. It's, it's good. Do you matter. like Do you like apples? I got a number. How do you like them apples? Uh, moving right along. Uh, our websites: IronAndSoul.com, williamlutes.com, TimSway.net, and NewPerspectivesMusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Info at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us them reviews. I've made it super simple to leave them. In fact, go to our website, ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. There's a link. Your iTunes will pop up, and you can go ahead and leave a five-star review um, or else and patreon.com slash reclaimed audio the absolute best way to make sure that there is an episode of reclaimed audio every single week and the best way to get access to the pre-show and in fact it's the only way to get access to the pre-show where you get to lift the hood and see the engine of this show running is what I'm saying misfiring (laughs) yeah I mean there's a couple of blown gaskets in there I'm not gonna lie and the and the turbo doesn't work anymore. Yeah. The catalytic converter. There's a, there's a sock for an air filter. It's shot totally. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, have a wonderful week, guys. You guys go guys. ahead
1: and tear that up. That's you, you. both did really
0: well. Thanks, man. And the and the header is busted. Um. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it would appear that the exhaust doesn't work either because here we are at the end of the show. Um. So. As I said, have a great week, guys, and thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Be good.